Today on The Breakdown, every year, poker players descend on the Caribbean to get tans and make fans for the PCA or Poker Stars Caribbean Adventure. This time, it's superstar Daniel Negreanu getting a nice tan on that head of his, playing against Pratush Padiga <laughs> and Corey Hockman in a pretty big deal pot on day three of the PCA. We're going to break it down for you today on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. It's Caribbean. Caribbean? Caribbean. First, you said it the first time, but then the second time you said Caribbean. You can say either, I, can't you? Isn't I it? mean, you can say anything, but it's Caribbean. I'm going to call you John from now on. Fine. That's good. Call me Caribbean John. Okay, Caribbean. You can't. <laughs> you don't have Caribbean the ability to. Caribbean John. <laughs> Whatever you say, Caribbean John. <laughs> yeah, if that opening was, I don't know, was that opening okay? I think it was. Okay. I think it was okay. Because I'm a little loopy. I just got back from Iceland. Yeah. So I've got the whole jet lag thing going on. So I apologize if at any time I just kind of slip off into nowhere land. Also, the solar eclipse happened, what, an hour ago? Yeah, two hours ago? Yeah, now we're all zombies or something. Everything I don't has know. changed. Yeah. I'm a new, a new me, for sure. It's not good. No. It looks, very, no one wants this. To look but. at it, I'm telling you what, I'm looking <laughs> at it right now, it's not good. Yeah, but I'm, I'm committing to it anyway. I mean, you have to. You have no other choice. I mean, this is who I am now. <laughs> it's like once they chop off your arms, you have to commit to the prosthetics, right? You yeah. can't be like, I'm going to commit to my old arms. Well, that's stupid. Well, is Daniel Negreanu going to commit to this play today, Jonathan? Is, is he going to commit to the hair plugs? Well, he, yeah, I think he already had at this he, point. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, so good for him. He's actually fully committed. Honestly, when I see him, I never think about the hair anymore. No, so it worked out really he well. It. He, he totally pulled it. it off. He went through the... Eclipse, perhaps? If you will. If you will. Yeah. Um, You know where the eclipse happens a lot? Nitrogen sports poker room. (laughs) That's a great transition. (laughs) You you really are pretty loopy, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little loopy. Um, Tell them about the cool stuff. Nitrogen sports poker room is a cool site. We will have just done a bounty tournament when this comes out. That's right. Um, This past Tuesday, we did a bounty tournament where there were bounties on Jonathan and my heads. It was only five millibits to get in. Oh, my Uh, gosh. It was an incredible tournament to so many bad beats in incredible place. 20 millibit bounties on our heads. That's true. Uh, That's a decent amount of money these days. Yeah, it's like considering it's a, like a $20 buy-in, it's like $80 bounties on our heads, yeah. plus you know the normal prize pool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Uh, we're going to keep doing stuff like that on Nitrogen. You, yes. of course, have to use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen if you want access to those cool things. Yes, you do. That's pretty important. You know what else is important? Yes. Getting your money when you win your money. Yes. You don't want to wait around for your freaking money. Right. Right? I hate waiting around. So what do you do? I play on Nitrogen because it's a Bitcoin-only poker site. I get my withdrawals within... Five, 10 to 20 minutes usually. Sometimes five minutes. It's sometimes, amazing. Sometimes a minute. It's fast. It can be very fast. It can be. And, and it's almost never super slow. And that's it's v- incredible. That's very, very satisfying compared to all the other stuff we all have to put up with in online poker. It's just like... Or just our daily lives. Just daily like, ah, uh, Rebecca at work again. Freaking McDonald's with the <laughs> filet fish you know? <laughs> What's wrong with the filet fish What's not wrong with the filet fish Fish are not square, Grant. I can't Let's answer, start with that. I can't answer the question. Are fish square? Not on Nitrogen Sports Poker. That's right. <laughs> Land of the free and the home of the brave. They also, of course, have their NFL Survivor Pool. Oh, yeah. I've done some research on that now because they've, they've opened it up. It's actually not just one Survivor Pool. There's like 10 different pools you can join. One of them's free. And then after that, they're all guaranteed prize pools. And so you can do it as little as like five millibits up to three three or four Bitcoin buy-ins, which Whoa. is an insane amount that That's a high I'm roller. terrified of. I'm not going to lie. 
Because um, that's the like you know hey, twelve to fifteen k. If you're a high roller, use the link in the description and then buy into oh, that. Oh please, that's that's the stuff you want to do. We want you to do it too because yeah. that that reflects very well on also, us. Also, it's fun. And yeah. survivor pools are fun. Survivor pools are amazing. And so there's there's a buy-in amount for everyone from free to relatively inexpensive to you know like 150, 200 bucks to a thousand bucks and so on and so forth. Yeah. I'm so going to be in out. like the $150 Well, use tier, the link to, to play with us on yeah. Nitrogen, play the poker, but then you can also do all sorts of sports betting. It's a, it's a big, wide open site. There's all sorts of stuff to do. Yeah, and they're really, they're put together. They're good people and they're not out to screw folks. So that's nice. Right. All right. Yep. So uh, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't mean to speak. I never inside anyone else's head, but we really like them and we, we feel yeah. good about them. How about that? That's, that sounds fair and true. Yes. Yeah. Land okay. The free home of the brave. All of that. Moving on. Moving on. So the PCA. Which happens in the Caribbean? That's close enough. Is that how you say That's it? That's as good as it's going to get, I think. That's, so I'm not okay. going to hold you to a higher standard than that. Yeah. In uh, NASA is, is the island. I think it's NASA because they're the National Aeronautics and Space oh. Administration. Is this on a rocket? That'd be sweet. Oh. That's, that's the next thing. Yeah, that's going to be incredible. Rocket poker. And it's really rocket poker. Yeah. Literally. Cool. Anyway. I'm in. I'm in. So... This was 2015, right? Yeah. 2015 PCA. Uh, and, of course, Daniel Negreanu is a big draw here. But Pratush Badiga is one of the best players in the world as yes, well. Yes, he is. So he's, he's always going to make interesting, good decisions for yes. the most part. Um, and this is on day three, so I think they're in the money. Um, they probably are, yeah. I would yeah. think they are. And we have blinds of 1,500 and 3K. And Pratush has a very big stack. He's got 446K, so well over 100 blinds. Yeah. Feeling pretty good. In the Bahamas, enjoying the sun. Indoors, not exactly, but he's always squinting. He's a squinty guy. Yeah, he's super squinty. You sat next to him at the final table of your World Series event. Yeah, and uh, he finished fourth. You finished fifth. Just like to point that out. So he did better than you, and yeah, he squints thanks. more than you too. Maybe there's a correlation. I should squint more. Try it. Maybe you'll do better in poker. It's you know there are people who just refuse to get glasses. He might just refuse to get glasses, and you know the board is far away. He's got to squint to see it. I mean, there are contact lenses now, and they work very well. He I'm wearing them right now. He doesn't want to put the thing in his eye. Yeah, people are afraid of that. Yeah, until they do it once. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in the hijack. He's got this big stack. Yeah, um, and he's got ace six of diamonds. He opens to seven k at fifteen k, fifteen hundred to three k. Seems totally normal to me. Thumbs up. Uh, folds to Corey Hawkman on the button, who you told me, Jonathan, is a crazy man. He's a crazy guy. And by crazy, what I mean is he makes he's not crazy like he doesn't think about what's going on. He's a he's a relatively thinking player, but he is hyper aggressive, makes a lot of post flop raises. I don't know that his stories always make sense. A la Gus Hansen or Michael Mizraki? Um, I would say he's somewhere along those lines. Like he if he's putting a lot of chips in the pot, he really doesn't have to have it. Unlike a lot of players who are gonna have it, we're gonna weigh, be weighted towards having it. I think he's weighted towards not having it. So he's the kind of guy where if you flop something, you just generally check and he might just bet three streets and you just have to call him down a lot and hold on. Is Andy Black a better analogy? Andy Black maybe actually Andy Black's a pretty good analogy. I think Corey Hockman might be more aggressive than Andy Black, even though I know we did wow. a hand recently where Andy Black was insane. Yes. But I don't think Andy Black is always insane. I think Corey Hockman may always be insane. This year, 2015, I think is the same year. He made two WPT final tables. I think one of them he finished second. He may have won the other one. I don't know. I mean, he that's impressive. Vi- no, I don't think he won it. He did very, very well, though. That's impressive. He was not the player of the year because AJ or Anthony What's-His-Face was the player of the year, who I think won two events. AJ Benza? Not AJ Benza. <laughs> nice guy, whatever the guy's name is. I can't remember. Anyway, moving on. All so right. Corey Hockman is a little bit crazy. I think that is important and does play into this hand. All right. So he's got seven, six of clubs on the button, and he calls, which is not crazy. That's no. That's a very normal thing to do. Does not three bet, just calls. But maybe he would do something different if he knew he was dominated. 
Oh, he so sick. <laughs> might. How deep is he? How much does he's he have? He's pretty deep. He's got nearly 100 bigs. He's at 242K. So this seems like a very standard just call spot, although you could three bet as well. But this hand plays so well multi-way on the You don't have any blockers. Button. I know. No, right. But you can, you can three bet your suited connectors, you too. You can. You can. Um, but this is a really good spot to not do that, where also Pratusha is not someone who's going to be afraid. May four bet bluff you sometimes. It seems like a perfect just call spot. Yeah. It does, and that's a good decision. That's what he does. Nice, Corey Hockman. Yeah. Uh, then it falls to Daniel, Daniel Negreanu, of course, in yes. the big blind. He's got 180K, so he's still got a relatively deep stack, but not as deep as these other guys. And mm-hmm. he's got King, Queen of Diamonds, and uh, this is clearly a call, right? Yeah. You can argue for a three, but I guess, but that just seems unnecessary. I don't like it at all. The hand flops so well, you're getting a great price. You might as well just call, see a flop. Yeah, we have 60 blinds. If we three up, we're going to have to three bet pretty big. Yeah. And we won't be committed to the hand. We're just gonna and if we get four bet, we're just gonna have to fold a lot. We're gonna be out of position if we get called. I like just calling. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So I think everybody's played pre flop amazingly Love well. Love it. It's great. These guys are top top pros, elite. Well, that's true. If they were um the elite at making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and they were this was a sandwich making contest. You would eat the sandwiches? I would eat them if they were peanut butter and jelly. But if they were other things, I would consider not eating them. Because they're not elite at other right. sandwiches. Like if they made a Reuben, I'd be like, I don't know. This, is, you're, this isn't like that's like if he's playing blackjack, you're like, I don't think that means you're good at blackjack because right. you're good at poker. Exactly. Yeah. Or even like, you know, just because you're good at hold them doesn't mean you're any good at deuce to seven. Right. Like, I'm not going to back you at deuce to seven, buddy, just because you're a good limit hold'em player, Pertouche. So I refuse to eat that Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a loopy day, guys. It's, the solar eclipse just happened, so I think the it's loop- going to be like my that. My loopiness of, and jet lag is wearing off on you somehow a little bit. Oh, it's great. No, I feel I see it as, like, it's permission <laughs> to, like, go ahead, have some fun. I'm not going to have go as out much there. control as usual to rein you in when you say things that are offensive and inappropriate. That's great. You excited to get those out there? I am there? excited about that. For those that live on the internet forever? Yeah. Can't wait, huh? You know, we have one podcast which we have not released because there are some things said on that that we're not sure are okay. Yeah. And we don't know what's going to happen with that by, show. And who were they said by? I'm not sure. I think it was you. Who was it about? I can't tell you. You can tell them. No. Phil Hummuth. Phil Hummuth. All right. So um, now we have 25,700 in the pot. We have Pertouche as the opener with a six of diamonds. Hawkman's got six, seven of clubs. Daniel's got king, queen of diamonds. A couple diamonds would be crazy. That would be insane. Or just have a two sixes on that flop. That would be sick. Oh. But, you know, everybody besides Daniel is going to get a piece of this flop. It's a mm. five, six, three flop. There's one diamond. but That's it's a piece. A, it's a rainbow, yeah. <laughs> so Hawkman has flopped top pair and a gut shot. And Pertouche has flopped top, top. And yep. Daniel's flopped king, queen, high with a backdoor flush draw. Yep. Um, and now Daniel, in the big blind, out of position to both players, does something that when we watched it, we both said, that's cool. We like that. Yeah. Daniel leads. He yeah. leads for 12K into 25. He has king high on this 5-6-3 rainbow board. What do you think? Tell me your thoughts. Let's go. I kind of love it for lots of reasons. All right. You ready for this? Here they come. Number one, this is exactly the kind of board three-way that Pertouche is going to check so, so often. He may not check this hand in this part of his range because he has top, top, and it's vulnerable. Yeah. But there's so much of Pertusha's range he's going to check here with Corey Hockman behind him and Negrano in the big blind on this board, right? Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, normally this board might check through, which you don't really want if you're Daniel and you've got a good hand here. Right. But also, this is actually not a spot where it probably will as much because Corey Hockman's on the button. So if Daniel checks, Pertusha checks, Hockman's often going to bet. Daniel may feel like he just has to fold because he doesn't want to float out of position. Yeah. 
Or I guess he could do a check raise and do a big high variance thing if he really wants to. But this is a much lower variance thing, and the pot's still worth winning. This also, of course, hits his range much better than it hits the other two guys' range. I love this play. This is not going to work. We know the other two guys have top pair. Yeah. I love this play. No, I think, think it's great because Daniel wants to be able to lead when he flops a set, a straight or two pair here. Yeah. So he's balancing that by leading his king high. And I'm not sure if it has to do with the back door. It probably helps. Probably he helps. Might, he might not choose to lead without the back door flush draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. But it's a nice little escape valve. You know, if another diamond comes on the turn, he can continue being aggressive. Yep. Also a king or a queen. He can just yeah. bet. Now, he might decide to check because of Pratouche, if Pratouche calls his uh, bet. But it feels like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of reasonably good cards for Daniel on the turn. And if he's called, he can also give up. Depending on what he, he can do, yeah. whatever he wants. It's so, pretty great. I mean, obviously, ideally, he wants the outcome to be they both fold and he wins the hand right now because yes. he did a good job of representing the board because that's his range right there. He's in the big blind. He called. Right. You know? So, yeah, I think that's, that's the main best thing that he does is, is have a range advantage here. And Big that's, time. that's why the lead makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, but it's not going to work, like no. you said, of course. Doomed because to fail. Produce has top top with that same backdoor flush draw, uh, which Daniel does not want to come in. If that comes in, Daniel's going to be a sad boy. A sad boy, yeah. That's my um, new uh, my And new Hawkman, thing. of course, has top pair with the gut shot. So Produce calls. Yeah. Is there, there's no argument for raising, right? It seems absurd to raise. You can't raise here. I mean, what, what's going to happen? We're going to raise, so we get Hawkman out, which is sort of cool, but he's going to fold a lot anyway. And Daniel absolutely can have a three-betting hand, and now what? Look what we just did. Yeah. So we just want to call. Right. Daniel's value all has us beat, pretty much. Um, I don't know if that's entirely true. He could be value-betting like second pair and stuff like that for all the same reasons. Where Maybe. I think he's more likely to lead stronger and weaker. You don't think he's going to just, like if he had a six himself, you don't think he would bet that here? I don't think so. No, I think you would. I think it's two pair or better. And I, th- I think you're wrong. Okay. I think I think you actually like we've seen this a lot. Like people value betting um, top pair. Like I'm thinking of uh, this is a long time ago, but I'm thinking of Antonio Svendiardi's done it. We've seen Vanessa Selps do it um, in these similar type spots on boards, three handed uh, when you're first to act in the blinds where the, it seems to hit you better range wise, um, where they just bet their top pair. I think it's, it's way different. Through. I think it's way different when your top pair is ace-six on a six-high board. If you're Daniel Negreanu, then Selps' situation where she had ace-jack on a jack-high board, there's so many fewer hands in the opener's range that she has to worry about than Daniel. Like, Pertouche has all the, so many more overpairs. That is true. So that, that, that would be my, my concern if I were Daniel with one pair here. I mean, the question becomes for Daniel, how, mu- how much does he want to lead at it, right? So then that's when you decide, like, how much of your value and how much of your bluffs, how much value do you have to have? If he wants to lead at these boards a lot, he needs to have top pair in there. If he, I, and, I mean, and maybe second pair, you too. You don't have to have that. I mean, he, because he's in the big blind 3-5-6 board, I mean, we could, I could do a little quick math here. Let's There's, do it super fast. He has a ton of combos of value if he just chooses two pair and better hands. 3-5-6, right? So we have two pair and better hands would be... We got nine sets, right? Yeah, we have nine sets. We have... Um, let's see. I, I think we have 24 two-pair combos. Mm, that doesn't sound right to me. Five six three five, uh, three six. Oh, okay, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, twenty four is correct. Twenty four two pair Take combos. Take it back. Yeah. Sorry. So that's thirty. We have thirty two straight combos. Okay. That's sixty two. Yep. So that's quite a bit. So then the question just becomes though, how much? How often are we going to lead? If we're always leading on boards like this, we probably need more value. Yeah, I suppose we do, but I don't know if we are always leading. Maybe right. it's only when we have the back door. Um. Okay. I mean, this this starts to become the question, right? Yeah. Um, are we leading gut shots? Are we leading back doors? Are we leading overs? Are we leading 100% on 
on this board or nearly 100%. Like if we're going to have a lot of like you're often going to have one back door, right? I mean not always, but a fair amount of the time. Yeah. Um so I'm just saying if it it just depends on how much how many bluffs he wants to have here, then he's going to have to balance in especially against a guy like Bodiga, um more value than right, that. If because... he doesn't if he doesn't have that many bluffs, then you're right. He doesn't have to have that much value. I would guess he's probably doing this with a lot of hands, not just the super super strong and the super weak is my guess. Maybe. But I I from a traditional perspective, I would prefer just to have two pair and better because out of the big blind, you can have 62 combos of value, and yeah. that seems like enough to me. That is a lot. Yeah. I'll give you that. And uh, oh, it's so nice to have two pair and better because it's just so easy. Like, yeah. like when you have two pair and better and then really bad hands, it's just so easy to play. You know yeah. what I mean? You always know what you're going to do. You don't mind getting raised at all. Right. It's like, cool, Pertouche raised me. I guess he can have me once in a while, but let's go, baby. You yeah. Know, and that's fine. Um, but I think like Daniel is probably more apt to put himself in some tougher decisions post-flop because he feels he can manage that. If you feel like you can navigate it, then it's easier. But you easier, don't have you know? to have a tougher decision. You could just check with a one-pair hand, and it's easy. It's easy, but you lose the pot a lot because everyone checks, and then a card, an over card comes, and, some, and then you don't know where you, you That's know. true. That's the thing. This is a way to win the pot when you have top pair. I mean, it's, it becomes sort of a protection thing, but you're also protecting your, your value range you know, and well, your balance. Nonetheless, I think whether or not Negreanu has one pair... Even if he just has two pair and better, I think it's still a good lead because it is a scary board for everybody when the big blind leads. I like this lead, and I'm not sure that he has to be as balanced as we're saying, even yeah. against Pratouche. Right. Um, like, you probably don't have to be that balanced. In a spelling bee, you have to be very balanced against Pratouche, but maybe not in this situation. <laughs> it's just like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich thing. It's yeah. that all over again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Luge. Spell luge. L-U-G. That's a big mistake. Ask me the origin. What's the origin? It's... It's it was bitten by a radioactive spider. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so his parents Negreanu... were killed by a bad guy. Okay, so Negreanu... bat, he fell in a bat cave, a cave of bats. All right, you so, talking about Batman now? I switched from one one superhero to the other because I'm I'm versatile. Yep, that's clear. That's you what they say clear. about me. This is your resume for something. <laughs> something. So, Negreanu leads twelve k and twenty five k with his king high. Yeah. Pertouche with ace six. We don't have to discuss too much calls because he has top top, and of that, course. that makes a lot of sense. Hockman also calls. Very straightforward. Seems like the only choice when he has top pair and a gut shot. Yep. And we're heading to the turn. Cool. We got sixty one thousand seven hundred. Whoa. <laughs> <What's your strike? laughs> nice. It's a, it's a jet lag. Sixty one thousand seven hundred in the pot. Yeah. Turn is the three of diamonds. It both pairs the board and brings a diamond draw for Negranu and Pertouche Badiga. Yes, that's it does. a card. Yeah. That's what they say on Family Feud. That's, That's a, card. a card. Steve Harvey says it. That's a card. That's Good Steve, stuff. Steve, Steve Harvey on Family Feud. Yeah. Circa 2012. Welcome to the feud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Steve. All right. So, uh, Negreanu now has picked up the flush draw, but he got called in two spots. Yeah. Do you think he should continue here? I think it's reasonable to continue when the three pairs, because Daniel's what, what he's repping when the three pairs is... Not necessarily top two anymore, but he's repping everything else. All, almost all his other values still. His straights. His, he now has some full houses. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to call if somebody bets. So I think it's okay to bet again. It's rare. The problem is, the reason why we wouldn't bet is because we're, it's hard when you get called in two spots. It looks like Pertouche often has an overpair. He's probably not going to fold one of the three pairs. Right? Yeah. Hockman has something also. Right. Hockman's not... He, 
I mean, Hawkman could have a lot of straight draws that he's folding now. I think both these guys may fold if we bet again. Is Pertush really going to call a pair of nines on the turn if we bet Hawkman's behind him in the three paired and we decide to bet? I don't know. It's not automatic anyway. Yeah. So I kind of like betting, but I understand why you would be like, oh, I have equity. I'm going to check because well, I, don't I got, get I got called into spots, and maybe they don't both fold that often because yeah. you know, like it's hard to get through two people in one street. It is. Yeah. It is. I kind of like a bet, though, I think, which is weird, because when we watched it, I, I thought a check was made all the sense in the world, but now that we're here... All right, so what are we repping if we bet? We're repping all the things I just said. We're basically repping um, full houses. Full houses and straights. straights. Yeah. That's about it. So we're repping a much narrower, strong value range than we were on the flop yeah. because of the three pairs. It would be a lot better for us if the six paired, even though in practice... It would it not would, be, right. It, it would not be in practice, but in theory, that would be a perfect card for us to continue. But, but the only reason why that would be any different is if we're, if we're leading top pair. Otherwise, it wouldn't be any different, right? Right, but I think it's... Combo-wise, it's all the same. Well, my point is, even though I was positing that it's likely Negreanu is only betting two pair or better, if he's betting one pair of hands, it's a lot more likely to be a six than a three. Hard to argue that. Yeah. He's, I, I don't believe he's betting a three very often on the fly. Right. Maybe I'm wrong about that, by the way, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that. Either way, if you bet again, he's starting to rep some pretty strong things. He could have 3-4. He could have flopped a pair in an open ender yeah, and now go. turn trips. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Yeah. 3-4, um, potentially what? all of the full houses and the straights. Yeah. 5-6 is now unhappy. 5-6 is now unhappy. Could he ever have 3-7, bet the gut shot in a pair? Because he figures he's calling anyway, so I would just bet it and then Maybe. improve. Very unlikely. He's Very in the big unlikely. blind, right? So 3-7 suited. It's not too likely. Hey, guess who doesn't have to worry about all that, though? Everybody in the world. Yeah. Because Daniel decides to check. Right. So now it's kind of like he was saying, when he checks here, getting called in two spots, now what I would be putting him on if I were his opponent would be 5-6. Yeah. Very unhappy 5-6 or 7-8 or 7-9. One of those three types of hands where he decided to lead. I call him two spots. He's like, oh, crap. The board pairing is really bad for all of those hands. Yeah. So he's like, I guess I'm just kind of going to check and hope things see, check through. See what happens. Yeah. I mean, maybe he can have hands like 7-6 also where he has a gut shot and top pair. Yeah. But I hear you. Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah. So he checks. Now it's on Pertouche. What do you think Pertouche should do? Top, top here. The bottom card just paired. We just picked up the nut flush draw as Pertouche. Yeah, we did. We shouldn't be too worried about the bottom card pairing. Usually Daniel's going to bet the bottom card if he has it, if he has a lot of strength. Right. We'd have to be worried about Hawkman because, as you say, he's a crazy guy, so he might have a lot of threes in his range. Well, it's not just that he might have a lot of threes. I don't know that he would have a lot of threes when I say he's a crazy guy. It isn't that he's so wide necessarily. It's more that he might raise this card whether he has it or not. Right, and then That's even, the problem. even with top pair and then up flush draw, you're in kind of a bad spot, and you have to hold on against a guy you with do. that type of reputation, Yeah, and it becomes a very high-variant spot. Right, and... So and Hawkman has a lot of chips also, so we may end up you know playing a two hundred blind pot here, yeah. or maybe you know whatever, an eighty blind pot when we just don't have to, um, with the relatively weak hand. Mm-hmm. So I think it's okay to check with the assumption that if it checks through, that's pretty good as Pertouche. And if Hawkman bets, we're just we're definitely going to call, and we're going to check call most rivers against Hawkman too, and that's fine. That would be the plan, right? Yeah. If we're not going to bet ourselves, I think betting's fine. But if we think Hawkman's going to raise a lot, which actually. From watching him play on the WPT, this is totally the kind of thing he would do. He'd just attack. He'd be like, how can that three help you, Pertouche? I raise. You know? yeah. And it's like kind of a good point. Right. So that's a fair, that's a fair reason for Pertouche to check. Also, just a normal range-based thing. It's like he could check because that card is clearly bad for his range. Right. And Hawkman might be, with all of his straight draws, deciding to bet if checked two on the turn here. Yeah. 
and that's a great spot for Pertouche with top pair and the nut flush draw. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's a lot of good reasons to check. Yeah. And that's what Pertouche does. Now, Hawkman does not check. This is an interesting decision. Yeah. He bets 21,500 into the pot of 61. It's a pretty small bet. Mm. Um, he, of course, has 6-7 of clubs on this 5-6-3-3 two-diamond board. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this bet? Do you think it's a good idea? Actually, I do. I When I first watched it, I was questioning it. I'm sort of changing my mind about everything as we talk about this a little deeper. Um, at first, I thought it was like, eh, you should probably check it. But really, we rate to have the best hand a lot. Pertouche often has overs here. You don't so, think Pertouche has an over pair ever? I think Pertouche usually bets his over pair on the turn. But he, I mean, for all the same reasons that a six is scary to bet, I feel like he's not betting an over pair. If he's not betting a six of diamonds, I mean, a six of diamonds has got a lot more backup than the over pair has. You know what I mean? So like, you feel if bad things more comfortable happen, check calling. Or? We're afraid of less things, I think, than with an over pair where, like, the three shouldn't really help anyone, right? Shouldn't. And we don't just want to get. The, there's a very clear straight draw which is out there, which these guys can have. Pertusha's just going to check and let them. Let him do it. I would expect Pertouche to bet you're, a lot. You're saying it's different with the A6 of diamonds because he has the diamonds covered? Yeah. So it removes 25% of the scary cards? Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. Also, by the way, A6 is not beating 6-5, but two tens is. Yeah. So that matters because Daniel really could have 6-5. That's true. Um, although we block that ourselves now yeah. with our actual hand. But still, doesn't mean Daniel can't have a 6-5. and he, he totally could. Um, I think... I think Pertouche would probably bet an overpair. I'm not 100% on that. But, like, Pertouche is almost always ahead with an overpair here, right? That three is not supposed to improve Hawkman, and Daniel would almost always bet if that three improved him. Almost always. Unless he had a set of threes and made quads. Yeah. You know, if Daniel check raises us here, we're probably going to have to fold, but that's okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's as different as you're making it out to be the okay. A6 versus the overpair. So I think Pertouche is going to have some overpairs in his range as played. Fair enough. He's going yeah. ha- I, I, He'll probably have some, but he probably also has a lot of unpaired cards in his, in his range, right? Yeah. So we bet for that. We also bet because Daniel often is going to have a worse hand than ours. Maybe not always, but, but a fair amount of the time with his straight draws. Maybe he has top pair, Maybe which is, I guess, then he is never going to have a worse hand if he has top pair. No. But he can have, I don't know. I think it's possible he can have mid- middle pair. Maybe that's just crazy. I know you think I that's think not. I think the crazy thing you said is that Daniel's often going to have a worse hand than us. Oh, in terms of the straight draws and stuff like that? You don't think I don't think he has that draws? many straight draws. I think he has some, but not a ton. I mean, he can have all the gut shots uh, on all the ways, right? And just bet. I would expect him to, actually. He's going to bet his weakest draws probably as a donk. Yeah. I would think. Um, and then he's gonna, if he has very, very strong draws, he might bet as a donk to donk three bet. But like the weakest draws, he can donk and fold, depending on which ones they are. I would guess. I think I think Hawkman's bet is to me fifty fifty. I don't okay. think, yeah. I understand all the protection stuff, but I do think it's like when we get action it's not great. Well here's the thing. That's true for most players, but we're Corey Hawkman, who everyone is gonna be checking to let him blast off, right? Okay. So like when we have top pair and everyone checks to us, we probably should be betting for value a lot more in spots where other players maybe should be checking. So what back. are we getting called? We're by? gonna get so much action as Hawkman. But like what? if, if Pertouche has ace five suited. Yeah. I would expect Pertouche to call us here. Okay. If um, I think we're going to get called by a lot of things, and we also don't have to bet the river if we get called. We can just check back the river, which we would probably... Uh, better hands are going to bet against us a lot of times on the river anyway. It depends on what the card is, of course. But So I don't mind this bet. I don't know if it's great, but I don't think it's bad. What do you think? I don't mind it either, but I think checking is perfectly fine as well. I agree. I think all three of these guys could have bet the turn, and it would have been pretty good, honestly. I don't know if I like the sizing. He bets really small. 
Yeah. 21-5 into 61-7. Now he's not really folding out a lot of the things he wants to fold out. Well, I think he's trying to get called by worse hands. I think that's part of it. That's part of it, but he shouldn't only be thinking about showdownable hands. I agree. Like, he wants to fold out the draws. Yeah, he does. That's That price is not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, definitely not going to do it, right? It's 20 into 60. He's not going to fold out the flush draws necessarily, but those aren't there that often because it's a back door. He's going to fold out the gut shots. Right, but he's not going to fold out 7-8, and he's not going to fold out a 4 Right. So he's going to fall like the lone sevens, and he has one of those. Yeah. So there's less of them to go around. I think he needs to size it a bit bigger if he's okay. going to bet here, because a major advantage of this bet is protection. Agreed. And if we're going to protect, let's let's freaking protect. Yeah, eh? we, sh- we should protect against the, the hands that are behind us right now that have reasonable equity. Yeah. And we should be getting value from the hands that we're ahead of that have sort of like a snap call against us because we're Corey Hockman. And if we're a crazy guy and it's a we're Corey Hockman thing, betting bigger might not make a big difference to our opponents. If Pertusha has ace five, he's probably going to call 33K as much as he's going to call 21K. I totally agree with that. The other thing is this. like If we make it a little bit more, it doesn't cost us very much. We could spend four more blinds, make it 32,000 or 33,000. Fold out the draws, get value from the same hands we were going to get value from and anyway. And check back the river anyway if we don't improve. Yeah. Like we're definitely going to do that 100%, right? Right. If, no matter what we bet here. So I think if we're going to bet, I like a bigger bet. Yeah. Because this partially is because Pertush is so deep, you know, himself. Like we can't just make it cheap for him. And, and Negrano is deep enough that he can just call too. Yeah. Right? Negrano started with like 180,000, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So 20K is just... Not going to be enough to fold out some of his hands that's that we'd like, like to fold out. That's like four hair plugs. It's nothing. That's just that's just not right. Oh, yeah. You're not the guy who always makes fun you, of the hair plugs. I never... Well, okay. Never is a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> but there are times when I haven't made fun of them. There, are I, times, there, I, are, there have been times in your life... I would you, say I would say most of this podcast, I have not made fun of them. I like agree. Almost the entire podcast, I have not brought it up and made fun of it. So who's the bad guy now, bro? There's never had to be a bad guy. Just people who make mistakes, you know? Good people who make mistakes. Are you mistakes. saying there's both sides? There's two sides? <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not go. This is a poker podcast. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So, Hawkman bets this one-third pot thing. Negrano, having picked up the second out flush draw and still has two overs, he can't fold now. Kind of a mandatory call. With yeah, this, with so this he hand. calls. I don't think there's much to say. I mean, if we hit a diamond, it's like, la, la, la. We're so happy because, guess, like, how can you put us on diamonds? I guess we could raise, but that seems bad, too. Although, I mean... It's okay. It's okay, but you have to fold to a shove, which sucks. Oh, yeah. That sucks, because we want to realize our equity. Raising's not so bad if Hawkman can have all of the hands, because he's the crazy guy, and Pertouche doesn't necessarily have to have much. I mean, I like raising also, because even if Pertouche has something, he's going to have to fold almost everything. Like, if you think Pertouche can can check an overpair, guess who's going to have to fold almost always when we raise? Yeah, he'll fold an overpair. He'll I fold tens like that, right? Yeah. Like, what isn't he going to fold? The nut flush draw. What else? Yeah. No, I, I think He's going to fold almost everything. A raise would be a cool play, but it's also a super high variance play, and it puts a lot of our stack in, and it puts us in a weird spot on the turn on a paired yeah. board with a king high flush draw. No question. If we make it 60K here and Hawkman just moves in and we have like 100K left, we're like, I guess I fold. This yeah. sucks. No, that's yeah. true. No, that sucks. Um, the other thing is this. As Daniel, based on the way Pertush has played this hand, we can expect he's almost always going to fold anyway. Yeah. Like, yes, if he has two tens, he's going to call, and we're not going to, we're going to miss out on folding out the two tens. But by the way, our equity is good against two tens. Like, you know, every time we improve, we're going to be two tens. So that's cool. Unless it's the ten of diamonds exactly on the river. Right. Um, so, but usually, Pertush, if Pertush has the two unpaired cards, he's almost always going to fold when Hawkman bets and we call. As opposed to when we bet and he called, right? And yeah. he didn't know Hawkman was going to call behind him. Daniel could just be taking a stab based on a range-based 
board, you know, a range a range based stab based on the board. No, this right? is a range based board. This you know, board, this you know, board has a lot of base. Let's talk, go range. back to talking about hair plugs, okay? <laughs> <laughs> people like you better. People when you like, when you talk about hair. People plugs. like me better than you. Is that what you're saying? No, it's just better. It's been confirmed. <laughs> Someone on the internet definitely likes you better than me. I know that. Because they sometimes write mean things about me and say nice things about you. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely did read some of those. Al Gore, the internet. Al Gore. Someone just wrote on YouTube like yesterday. He said, like, I'm a fish and I, I'm a goofball and shouldn't be on the video. Yeah. And I feel like I think being a goofball belongs on the video. And <laughs> I support that. Goofball is a funny, funny word. Yeah. Anyway, Negrano decides to call. I yeah. think that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Again, King Queen of Diamonds, he has on a five, six, three, three, two diamond board. Yeah. Bertouche has a six of diamonds on this very same board. He kinda has to call too. I guess he could raise, but that seems like he doesn't I don't know why we'd raise. And Negranu raise is better than a yeah. Pertouche raise because Pertouche has showdown value. He doesn't right. need to raise. Right. Negranu would be raising to end the hand. Pertouche would be raising to end the hand, even though we have top top and the nut flush draw yeah. against a guy when the board is paired and maybe Corey Hockman's gonna make us, you know, make us cry. So. I hate it when Corey Hawkman makes me cry. He called me a, a he called me something. <laughs> called me a piggy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, so I think a call is just mandatory for Pertouche. And the the plan would be, depending on what comes, of course, assuming a brick comes on the river, we check to Hawkman. Hawkman bets if Negrano folds, we insta call. Yeah. Negrano calls, we probably fold, but we think about it. Yeah. Cool. Or the plan is hit a six or a diamond. That's that's oh, yeah. plan that's an, plan A. Even an ace would be okay too. Probably. But a six, that would be my jam. As Bertouche. Yep. A diamond, a diamond might be too. better because we can get more value more of the time, I think, than a six. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like a six. Now we need Hawkman to have a three, which is hard for him to have. Yeah. Or we're, just, we're chopping with Hawkman. Whoop right. do. Who cares? Yeah. Um, all right. So after all of this action, this three-way pot has gotten big. 126K in the pot. That's 42 blinds. Yeah. Daniel Negreanu is like, man. Man. <laughs> what? Man. He's like that. Yeah. He's like, in Canada, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this was translated to Canadian money. Oh yeah. my goodness! Right, one hundred twenty-six thousand two hundred forty-two blinds in there. You know what the currency of Canada is? The Canadian dollar. It's the shekel. That's not the true. Canadian shekel. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's untrue. Okay. Um, Whatever. That's your world. Bitcoin is the currency of everywhere. Yeah. Someday soon, I hope. Anyway, one hundred twenty-six thousand two hundred in the pot. River is ba ba ba. The Ten of Diamonds. Oh, it's so sick because I said that. The before. Ten of Diamonds. Oh, my God. So Negranu makes a second enough flush with his King Queen of Diamonds. Five, six, three, three, ten, three diamond board. Mm. Pertouche with the Ace, six of Diamonds. And Hawkman there with two napkins, basically. Hawkman is like, I got called in two spots and a diamond came. That's probably not great. And yeah. an overcard game, by the right, way. Right, of course. It's a bad spot for him. Hawkman's like, I hope they check so I can check. Yeah. And maybe I win sometimes. Somehow they both have seven, eight or something. That would be great. Yeah, Daniel has ace five. I don't know. I don't know what they have. It sucks. I'm going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so Negrano just made the second up flush. He decides to check. What do we think about that? Got to give that some thought because it's reasonable to bet here. It's very likely that we're the only person with a flush, even though very we, know, likely. we know Pertouche has one. But the flush was a backdoor thing. No, you wouldn't expect anyone else to have a flush here. Right. Like, we have the best hand so often here. Right. So... I would be terrified of it checking through if I were Negreanu. I think yeah. I want to bet here. Okay, well, here's the thing if we check. We're checking to let Hawkman bet, right? Right, we're hoping Hawkman had a bluff on the turn. Because and if Hawkman didn't have a bluff on the turn, he's very likely to check now. Right. 
Or the have us is, beat. Or have us beat. We need Hawkman to have a straight draw that missed, which it would have. You need yeah. Hawkman to have 7-8, which sounds reasonable based on our holding and the way the hands played out. Yeah. Right? So if Hawkman have seven, has 7-8, seven, he might take a, sh- a whack at it on the river. Yeah. If it goes check, check, because he may think, well, these guys would have probably bet their flesh. We're not expecting to get any value out of Pertouche if we check, right? Like, that's not usually going to happen. Pertouche isn't going to bet no. a pair What's of he jacks bet? here or something. We need Pertouche to have made a lower flush, which is, I guess, possible. Yeah. But there aren't very many that make sense right. here. Seven, eight of diamonds, exactly. Like, if Pertouche has two nines or two jacks, he's not betting, though. No way. Yeah. No way. He's checking for sure. Right. So to get value out of Pertouche's worst hands, we need to bet here. Right. So the whole point of checking in Negreanu's eyes must be, Hawkman has plenty of bluffs. I have to let him bluff. I agree, because I don't know what else it could possibly be. Also, maybe the board is paired, and I don't want to get in a really yucky spot. But mostly, I think it's the first thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to bet Pertouche's just going to fold. Yeah. Because it's so strong for me to bet here. And then Hawkman's just going to fold. Right. right. He's afraid of that. So I can't get value by betting, probably... Most of the time. But if I check, Hawkman can bet a lot. Uh, he's going to bet all his misses, even though he's going to fold all his makes, almost all his makes, if I bet, right? So that's kind of a good reason to, to check, I guess. It would be such a weird line for Negrano to bet here, too, when he leads the flop, checks the turn, calls the bet, gets overcalled, and then bets the river. I mean, it's a cool... That's one of the things I like about it's a, that. That would be a super so weird bizarre. line. Yeah. Um, but he decides to check, and it must be to try to induce Hawkman. Yeah. Well, bad news, Daniel. Hawkman's not the guy that's going to be doing the betting. No. Pertouche now kind of has to bet because he can rely on Hawkman to bet, but Pertouche thinks Negreanu has something at this point for sure. Yes. Negreanu has something, but Negreanu has like five, six a lot and stuff like that. Like Negreanu, like it's hard. It's going to be hard to get called as Pertouche if we, if we bet here. Well, now it isn't because Negreanu has the second. Pertouche doesn't flush, have so. as much faith in Hawkman having a bluff as Negreanu does. I guess. Right. That is true, and that, I think, plays into this. I wonder why. Or maybe Pertouche just sort of can't allow this to check through in his mind. He's like, yeah. I just can't let it go. I'm afraid Hawkman's going to check it He back. also has Negreanu to act behind him. Do you know what Negreanu loves to do on the river? Call. He loves to call. That river. is, that's a really good point. Yeah. Because if we bet, we think Hawkman's going to fold up, but Negreanu has something. Yeah. Maybe Negreanu will find a really weird call here, because how can he put us on diamonds kind of right. a thing? Okay. Yeah, if Negreanu has 6-5... He might. I mean, he, no, he's gonna fold. Actually, no. I against a thinking player like Negreanu, I like a bet here by from Pertouche. Now that I'm thinking about it a little Good. bit more, how come? Because uh, it's so hard for us to have diamonds. Shouldn't yeah. that diamond slow us down? Like, what are we betting? This doesn't make any sense. We wouldn't bet jacks here, would we? No, we would. No, we're our value is is flushes plus. Right, right. And now we can absolutely. Here's a, here's a few hands we can have that make sense. Right. Tens full obviously makes yeah. sense. That's the clearest best. Yeah, thing. that's the most that, that would make the most sense. We might have bet tens on the turn, but we might have. But we might not have. Um, ace jack of diamonds, ace ten of diamonds. If we're Daniel, right? Uh, from if you're Pertouche, we can have all the diamonds, right? But but from Daniel's point of view, we can have the nut flush draws anyway. In that um, it's possible Pertouche would have floated the flop because it's cheap. Uh, on the flop anyway, and Daniel just makes a range-based bet on the flop. We may think if we call as Pertouche, we fold out Corey Hockman most of the time. We're in position against Daniel. Daniel's going to give up a lot on the turn, and we win, or we improve. So right. we can ha- and, and we do that when we have back doors. We don't do that when right. we don't so have Right, so here's the great thing about all of this, though, Yeah. from Pertouche's perspective. You're naming all these hands that he would bet for value here. Yeah. There's three combos of pocket tens, and of the nut flushes he could have, there aren't many because the ten of diamonds is out there. Yeah. Um, the, like uh, 
Granite has the king queen of diamonds, so that blocks a lot of yeah. So dress. we're at ace jack of diamonds. Ace jack, ace nine, ace seven, ace six, ace four, ace deuce. So six combos. Why not ace eight? Oh, ace eight also. Yeah, seven combos. <laughs> I forgot that eight was a number. It's okay. I understand how that happens to you. Yeah, and yet they like you more. <laughs> I'm relatable. <laughs> yeah, you I are. forget about numbers. You're very relatable. Yeah, they love the dummies. Anyway, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you for talking to um, me. So we have a total of, what, 10 combos of value that makes um, sense. Because there were, there were seven nut seven, flushes. Seven nut flushes. Okay. And three tens full. Yeah. Okay. So we have 10 combos of value that make sense um, that are, I guess we could have lower diamonds too. We could have, yeah. Lower diamonds is not crazy. What if we have the, we can't have jack 10 of diamonds. We could have jack nine of diamonds though. Yeah. We could have maybe. queen ten, oh, queen jack of diamonds. No, we cannot. Sorry. Queen nine of diamonds. I guess we can have that. Eight. Eight nine of diamonds, seven eight of diamonds. Oh, seven eight of diamonds. We could totally have. sure, but the point being, there's not a lot of combos of value that make sense to bet here because Pertusha's not betting pocket aces here. Correct. Right. No, I'd be really surprised. It'd be a bizarre line to take. Right. So, and that's the best two pair hand. Right. Um, so that means to a thinking player like Negreanu, Negreanu's gonna be like, "How can you have it here?" Like Negreanu might call with a a six, just a one pair hand, because it's like, what can you possibly have, Pertusha? I don't know if I buy that, though. Pertusha's going to bet into two players, both of whom decided to bet on different streets when they didn't have to. Like, Hockman can have anything, right? Like, yeah. Hockman no, can have that's true. real value. And, and Negreanu did, called on the turn. I mean, And Pertusha overcalled the turn. He's not doing that with nothing. Right. I, I, don't, think, I don't think there's very much air here at all. It, the, the air that, that Pertusha can have, I guess, is missed straight draws, which he suddenly decides to turn to a bluff, which seems like kind of suicidal, honestly. I... I guess in, we're getting down a rabbit hole. I guess in the end, it all comes down to the frequency with which Hockman actually has a bluff that he's going to continue. Yeah. And if we don't think it's enough, we have to... It might be hard to get called, but we have to try to put some chips in on the river here. We have the nut flush. I mean, one of the things we know is we don't... Hockman doesn't have the nut blocker, so yeah. that's a good reason for us to bet because we know he's less likely to bet right away. Yeah. Right? Like, that's if he had true. the ace of diamonds in his hand somehow, which he could have, I don't know, he could have ace... Five with the you know ace five of diamonds right something like yeah that. um so he flops open ended calls bets the turn and now is like oh ace five of diamonds gets thrown in the river though so that's a bad example I don't know what he can have then where he has the ace of diamonds in his hand ace ten could nope ace jack he could have ace jack with the ace of diamonds fine he floats the flop Who, it doesn't matter it's hard to come up with times he can have the ace of diamonds anyway but anyway it doesn't matter because we have it in our hand. So that's a spot where he might decide to bluff. I think it's fine. I, I've been in this spot before in three-way pots where yeah, I have like such a good hand, and I'm like, betting here is like super strong, but I just feel like I have to make sure chips go exactly. in here. Exactly. And, yeah. and actually, I would say you get called more often than you, than you expect. Yeah. People call a lot there. Well, it's because of the thing that we talk about all the time. It's like, well, I mean, I don't have to be right that often getting this price, and I have yeah. a pretty good hand. Like, how can I fold? Yeah, you but know? you're like... Does he always have it? He has it a lot. When, yeah. when someone takes this line, they often have it. Now, there are, there are clever players who are not going to have it here and, and yeah. make some brilliant moves. But, like, I don't know. Other people could have the flush, you know. So, anyway, I like this bet by Pertusha ultimately because it's asking a lot for Corey Hawkman to bluff again. Right. So, Pertusha bets 70K into 126K. Goes for over half pot. Yeah, seems fine. Yeah, seems pretty good. Hawkman folds quickly. To his like, credit. Okay, yeah. well, hopefully Daniel has... I don't know what Daniel's supposed to have that he can call us with. Well, we needed Hockman to call, I think. We're lucky that uh, Negreanu has what he has. Well, it turns out Daniel absolutely is going to call based right. on this hand. But let's talk about it. Okay. Okay. Is there a, 
a discussion that we could have that allows Negrano to get away from it. Let's go back to something you said. Okay. Pertouche doesn't have air here. It's not possible almost. I mean, of course it's possible. Let's not say it's not possible. But it feels like he's going to be heavily weighted towards value. Yeah, and his value hard. is flesh as plus. It's hard to name an air hand he could have. He, it's like seven eight of clubs. Yeah, but would he bet here on the river? I mean, air is always going to be would he bet here on the river, yeah. right? Yeah. Ace five with the ace of diamonds. How about that hand? He opened in the hijack. I don't know if he opens that in the hijack. I don't know either, but yeah, I need you to go with that. Otherwise, I can't get there. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing that Negreanu has going for him. He beats some of Pertusha's value. He beats the eight high, nine high, jack high flushes. That's a really good thing to start with, I got to yeah. tell you. So that's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. And there's a decent amount of combos of those. Yeah. That's cool. So that's that's in the argument for calling because Pertouche would very likely bet those on the river. Yes. Um, the, the bluffs are hard to think of. They just have to be kind of random. Really hard to think of. But... Since we already beat some of his value, it might be enough because we're getting a pretty good price. I mean, I think if we can beat some of his value and he can ever be bluffing, which I have to believe, Pertush can sometimes be bluffing here, even if we can't come up with a how. He's one of the better players in the world. You're telling me he's never got a bluff here? That seems absurd. Right. And Negreanu's not happy about this, though. He's like... He knows it's... Well, he, he tanks and he's like, this is bad. Like, he was hoping Hawkman bet. He was not exactly. hoping Pertush bet. Pertush betting like this, and Negreanu says, he's like, do you have tens full? Yeah. Because that hand feels like perfect. Right. Right. Like, right. Yes, you can exactly have tens full and that just has me screwed. But he can have the worst flush draws. It's totally reasonable for him to have the worst flush draws, right? Yeah. Sorry, worst flushes even. So I don't know how you when you can beat value and you're getting a good price, and the person has any bluffs at all. I don't know how we're supposed to fold. Yeah, I think he has to call. And it's an absurd fold. This would be like one of the great folds if he made this. It fold. would be an incredible fold, and I don't know if it would be correct. I think it would be wrong. Probably. I think it would be wrong. I mean, we have to be right. What we're getting? It's a half pot bet. It's yeah. We have to. We call seventy to win two hundred. Oh my god. Yeah. To win two hundred. Yeah, because there's 126 in the pot when Pertouche bets. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. We're getting almost three to one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have to call, bro. Yeah. My God. It is a decent portion of our stack, though. It's like half our stack. Yeah. It remains, and it feels like Pertouche really has it. It does. But it may be worse than our hand. It could still be that. Yeah. He has, if he has the Jack Knight of Diamonds, he absolutely would bet here. I, I got to believe he would bet. He, could, he probably shows up with Jack Nine, Jack Eight. Eight six eight seven, eight nine, seven six seven six. Maybe nine six of diamonds. Maybe nine six of diamonds. That's seven combos already of value that we can beat. And how many combos were there of value we were losing to? It wasn't that many. It was like it was 10. about. It was seven. Oh, no, seven ten, flushes. Ten, ten including. So the, that's an easy call. Yeah, easy call. And that, that's and, that's and if he ever has any bluffs, and it, that's if he doesn't have any bluffs. Yeah, that's that's assuming zero bluffs. Right. But we're assuming he bets all flushes. But I think he would bet all flushes. Yeah. So that means it's an easy automatic call, and we're we're fools to fold. But it doesn't feel good, obviously. It does not, and it's right not to feel good because Negreanu loses. <laughs> I mean, one of the bad things about having the king queen of diamonds here is you know we block a lot of the flushes that Pertush could have. Yeah. But one of the good things about it is we have the second amount flush. So you know you pick <laughs> both sides, two sides of the issue. I yeah, guess this one was kind of inevitable. There was not much. I don't know how Negreanu is ever supposed to. The way Negreanu gets away from this is he checks the flop. The crazy thing about this hand is somehow this ends up being nut flush against second nut flush after it went three ways on the flop with one diamond on the flop. Like, mm-hmm. that's so unexpected. It's only because Negreanu, like, decided to take a stab be- based on his range, you yeah. know, because otherwise it would just be Pertouche bets, Hockman calls, check, 
bet call, bet fold. That's how it would have gone. You yeah. know what I mean? And instead, it's this. Yeah. Or bet call, depending on what Hawkman wants to do. And but. man, what a stack Pertuch has after this hand. He started the hand with 446K, and he just won, what, like another 100K, more than 100K. Definitely more than 150K. 100K. He won 110 just from the turn in river. So yeah. Yeah. He went plus 110, so it's more like 150, I would guess. They put in, yeah, 134 plus the preflop stuff. He's got like. He's got like, 200, yeah, it's like 200 blinds in day three of the PCA. That's a good spot. So he wins, I guess. He must win. I think he must. He definitely won we'll, this. We'll have to see on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, well, how come Poker Stars never, ever, ever got back to us on what Raba had or whatever his name oh, was? Oh, yeah, the, the Royal Flush Hand. How come we, they never told us? They, they, they know. I, it's weird. It's incredible that they never told. They never we've, showed. We've had that. like very, very strong claims from many people being like, "Oh, he for sure had this." He told me this. His friend told me he had this, and it's definitely and it's like true. Pe- different people with the same level of certainty telling yeah. us different hands. And yeah, and it's every hand on the spectrum. By the yeah. way, it's like you know, it's so we're just sticking with our read for now, um, forever, I guess, because we're never going to know. That was our longest breakdown ever. Twenty-five minutes. Oh, the video. The video was 25 minutes. Yeah, there was a lot going on in yeah. that hand, man. It was a great, it was a cool hand. Yeah. Anyway, we did this hand. Yeah. This now we're done with cool this hand. hand. I love doing PCA hands. We've done a lot. Yeah. You got all the Floridians down there, you know? That's why I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marlins fins. They play They play interesting poker. Marlins fins? Is that Fans. Marlins fans. Marlins fans. Florida Marlins. What do you mean?